yeah, no, um, really, really, really enjoyable um, show. I must admit, I watched it on, I watched it Sunday night actually. Yeah, to be fair, and um, I fell asleep mm. a bit, so I caught up a bit the next day. But uh, yeah, really, really enjoyable show. Um, from, I always thought of Rampage. I know it was a two-hour episode this week, but it's always a very mm. easy watch. It just seems to be very, yeah. yeah I've always sort of thought it's about Rampage. Very nice, sort of nice, sort of sort of smooth watch. But um, yeah, no, it's probably the best. Well, it is the best one they've done in terms of stacked card. Um, main event was very brutal um, and just very, very enjoyable. Um, but yeah, st- a sort of strong all over the um, all over the card. Um, and yeah, and the correct winners as well. Uh, I, know, I know there's a bit of criticism about there was a, lot, a few botches in the Punk Hobbs match, but when I watched it, sort of after I sort of read about that, I didn't see too much. I didn't really understand the criticism to an extent. So, yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello, everyone. This is the Interview Queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Definition in the draw, and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one noise I've heard the Willie Mac. This is Shady Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Hey, yeah. Hello, and welcome to Broken But Glorious, our BBG Wrestling.com. I am Chris Lappin. I'm delighted to be joined by the British Beast Man, Nick David. Good evening. You well? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah, get in there. Bit, bit bruised <laughs> up after a um, last-minute equaliser last night at Sellers Park uh, for the Brighton game, but um, yeah, all part of the fun, as I say. It's so it's all what we've missed over the last well twenty months or so, going mental in the stands <laughs> when your team scores against your rivals. So shouldn't moan, but yeah, feeling the feeling the effects today. It's actually managed yeah, to yeah, be more. Nick, it's actually managed <laughs> to dodge the, the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick messages this morning again. I think I broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for uh, American listeners and people who don't like football, uh, Nick's team Brighton scored in the 95th minutes, five minutes into injury time against their biggest rivals, Crystal Palace, after getting battered for the whole match, apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's fair to say a few heads went. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went to Out House on Saturday for the first time. And oh, nice. I'll say pro- that's probably that's about two years I reckon. But I don't like the odd work night out, like post lockdown. But I've not had like a proper like night out out. Place Roxy's in Liverpool. Yeah, it was good. It was like um, they had like activities you can do. They had like bowling and pool, table tennis and shuttleboard and beer pong and mini golf. So we booked pool, mini golf and beer pong, and you have an hour on each. Okay, that sounds well cooked. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, and for with the beer pong, they give you four cans of beer. So it was, it was, it was, it was really good. It was like 52 quid for the both of us to do it. Some of for like three hours. It was oh, really nice. fun. Yeah, I'd really recommend it. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, yeah, it's pretty new. I've, I've never been there before. So. Well, yeah, I was feeling it on Sunday at the wrestling. Oh. But luckily, it was a uh, technician. Again, it was an amazing show. So, um yeah, friend of the show, Tom Farewell, won a seven-man, 20-minute stumble match to win like their version of the Money in the Bank, the level-up briefcase. And then uh, Scott Owen successfully defended his condition title against two former champions in Son of Dears and then Cameron Solis. And then post-match, Tom Farewell came out from front of Owen to remind him that he's now the number one contender. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. 
Uh, well, so, well, her. Jim Adams continued her winning streak against Hannah Taylor. Yeah, Shreddy and Synergy beat Simon Miller, Brian Edinson, and uh, debuting R.P. Davis. That was a lot of fun. But um, our Isaac is scared of Anderson Daniels from Synergy. It's just make, he makes him cry. It's just, it's, uh-huh. it's, look, the way he just looks at he just seems to find our Isaac in the crowd and does this look at him, and he's terrified of him. <laughs> Bless. Let's cry. Let's get the toilet. And then in the toilet, um, Rachel met was made to last girlfriends and he said oh made to last will fight for your honour Isaac when they faced them in November it's going to be fun so Isaac's like that up for if he thinks made for, made for last he's going to fight for him making part of the storyline when they have a match at um, Pro Wrestling for you in November Chase <laughs> uh, um, Alexander defeated Visage in a chairs match which was pretty brutal for a family show <laughs> and uh, Isaac North faced Jimmy Jackson who I'll be interviewing later this week um, yeah, I'm so, I'm really looking forward to that um, on the VIP pre-show made to last Ryan Thorne and Leon Gray faced each other in a qualifier for the level up scramble match um, Leon Gray won that match that was a really fun match so, yeah another one another great TNT admission show and Gutted I'm going to miss the next one because we're, we're at a Halloween party. So, so, oh, oh <laughs> mm? Yeah, gutted. I've loved following the stories. I've been to everyone since they restarted. Well, what's happening, guys? You are listening to Amira Blair, the bad bitch. You know who it is. And we are listening to BBG Wrestling. I haven't had a chance to see Rampage yet this week, but how amazing was the Grand Slam last week? I was like, oh, I think, yeah. Oh, Daniel Bryan's. Uh, <laughs> all right, as it keeps calling him Daniel, Daniel Bryanson. You <laughs> 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 think he knows. It's got someone on the end now, but he can't remember which way his name goes. Um, I thought, yeah. Versus Kenny Omega could arguably be the best TV match in years, I think. It was very, very, um, very, very good. Uh, really, really enjoyable. And I think as well, what I liked about it, I think they've done well of, I didn't actually cross my mind that a time, getting timed out would actually be, a, uh, the way to go. And yeah, I think that was done very well. I think quite tactically they've done that on the first mm. match. Yeah. Having it, having it a timeout. So it doesn't affect obviously either of their records. Um, going forward, you've obviously got the obvious is the scope for a rematch, which I suspect will main events. Um, full gear in November. Mm, um, I'm sure that there's time to be, build up Brian, Brian Danielson's wins on Dynamite and Rampage to, to get there. So I, th- I think we'll get the rematch of full gear. I think that's probably where they're going to head. Um, but yeah, no, just a, the whole, the whole sort of well, that show and Rampage I thought was just a really, really great sort of couple of shows. And, uh, yeah, I think, mm. well, this really strong 20,000 crowd. Um, certainly would have got there. Well, they would have had a fantastic time. It looked like just a, just just two really, really, really enjoyable wrestling shows, as you come to expect with AEW. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting where they go with it because they could just do say, well, you can have another match and it's a an hour hour time limit, and they don't think that that goes to a draw as well. You're like, oh, you just can't separate these guys. It'd be like really interesting. Oh yeah, do an Iron Man match or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then they'll have to do something like that. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm really excited to see how it goes. I, I love the way how yeah, 
they didn't do the usual. He starts to pin him, and then the time breaks. He's tap one, and then the time goes, or it gets to the two, and then the time goes. I'm glad, I'm glad those are still fighting as the time went on. It's a really interesting way of doing it. And then he got him into the lot just after the time went. So I was like, oh. It's like, oh, if you could have just had one more minute, you, you would have submitted. But that was a good way of doing it. Um, I think the whole, the whole show was brilliant. I, thought, um, I love Cody versus Black. Um, MJF versus Pillman was solid. Sting and Darby versus FTR was a lot of fun. I can see Sting and Darby now pushing for tag titles. Um, Ruby versus Baker was a great main event for both women, I think. The right woman won. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see where Brett, 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 Brett goes now. <laughs> 100%. I think you're absolutely right. MJF, Pillman, really, really enjoyable as well. I think with getting MJF that, even that extra sort of heat, but it also kind of puts at least Pillman Jr. on the map a bit more as well, um, especially as a singles talent. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree as well. Malachi Black, Cody, I mean, if it wasn't for that amazing half hour start of the show, yeah. I think you'd have been, that would have been questioned the matches the night. But um, I really, really, I got into it as well with the, I know it's one of those awkward ones where the crowd are obviously cheering for the hill as opposed to the face, mm. which kind of throws it off. But I, I did kind of enjoy it. Um, I like the little spot as well with Arn Anderson sort of telling Cody to get, to get away. If it don't focus about me, focus on the match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's quite cool but I'm um, happy that Black's also won I think what we might get as well if we even get another rematch I'm hoping we might potentially see or even not not even necessarily with these two I think it'll be quite if Cody can start going on a bit of a losing sort of streak I'm hoping it might remind me a little bit of what we saw with Will Ospreay in progress from a few years ago where he kept losing getting so desperate to get a win on the board that he starts to try and cheat then quickly acknowledges that he's mm-hmm. cheating and says yep sorry I've been a dick I don't know why I did that and sort of apologise to the rest of us. I'm hoping we might see something like that with Cody sort of throwing well, hints of a, hit, of a heel turn, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not going to talk too much about it because it is like a week old. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. We had lots of review about This is Benji from the Land of Gentry and if you've got any class, you'd be listening to Broken But Glorious. Extreme Rules was Sunday. Pretty solid show. Nothing... Surprising one on. Um, seems to exist to set up, set up matches for the draft shows rather than be like a feud ending show, I think. But there are a few. I'll, say, I'll call them talkers points rather than highlights because um, they've been a bit decisive on the old interweb. So, should we start with Roman versus the Demon Finn Balor? Um. Yeah, this was the the match of the night. I think it was. It as 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 we was expected. I mean, these these two are always going to deliver and really really enjoyable. The only thing I, when I say match of the night, the only thing that does kind of the obvious thing you know I'm going to say is I I wasn't a fan of the ending. I um, wasn't. I didn't quite. I thought up to that. I, did, I think they did everything properly. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I, I like how the rest of the show. Yeah, the rest of the show, they nobody used weapons. Even in the triple threat, no disqualification match, they used weapons just so they got to this match. And they, yeah, they kind of saved everything for this match. Loved when um, Finn brought out his like five Tendo sticks brought to- taped together. Yeah, <laughs> I that was, that was class. <laughs> so, that, yeah, I'm not usually a fan of like brawling through the crowds, but I think they made it work. Like, uh, Roman using putting his mask on, but made it look seem like he's above everybody. But it probably is because he's because of his leukemia, his immune uh, yeah. system isn't amazing, I'm guessing. So he's probably advised to wear a mask if he's going to go through the crowd, but just 
it's within his character to wear a mask as well because he's, he's above everyone everyone's scum <laughs> well def, def, cool. yeah. definitely it's um, to do with the, the 100% to the leukemia but we know obviously when he when he left up well when he sort of stopped wrestling during the height of the pandemic it was because he was and rightfully so worried about fighting <laughs> rather about getting close to people and whatnot. Uh, so we know he obviously does take that seriously and rightfully so so yeah definitely done but yeah you're like you said it's an easy way to put it into the storyline which worked treat yeah I meant yeah then the end where do you want to start? Yeah. <laughs> where he started flopping around on the floor like a fish <laughs> oh, I, thought, uh, I quite liked that when the the heart I didn't mind that so it's when the heartbeat sort of came off I thought that was I it, thought, I thought, yeah, yeah. it was a bit weird and hmm. I, I don't know. I thought it was quite cool with the demon. I'm not saying I'm, again. This is something I don't want to see every week with the demon. But if like, we can see this once a year, maybe I think it's quite cool. Um, if we only see the demon, I think very, if, it, if it was very... just the heartbeats and a bit of on this music, but you, when is the cars coming in? I was like, oh, you're just playing a song. It's not like something creepy. Like I think if they just had the heartbeats and the music yeah. and the red light, maybe a bit of smoke would have been a lot better. Yeah, I like the smoke. <laughs> it was a bit hard to see the rainbow, but I guess well, yeah. somebody, somebody had to come in and loosen the rope, so that's why he had to put so much smoke in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah, it's just it was just like with the ending. It's like well, I saw a thing earlier, like with the meme, like saying, obviously you don't you don't plan botch, like you don't put botches into a story on it. Botches naturally happen, um, but to put them into a storyline, I think it's just pretty lazy booking, and it just pretty needless as well I mean it could have been absolutely fine Roman beating Banner clean it would have been absolutely fine it wouldn't have harmed either of them and it just I don't know it just makes it I mean again it just fans aren't stupid (laughs) no one's going to come away thinking oh yeah that was a botch oh Roman's got really lucky no one's going to think like that so I think it was all a bit just a bit stupid I think that's what I think when when there's music just Stop! The lights came on as soon as that happened. Like, yeah, it's all a bit rehearsed. This <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and he's, well, he's he's like 180 pounds, isn't he? He's not going to break the top rope. <laughs> yeah, it's not even. Yeah, it's not like you've got someone like Keith Lee or someone going to the top rope where you could probably almost get away with it. Like going or one of the big lads going to the top rope, going okay, well. Yeah, after after it's main evented the show, all the wrestlers that have wrestled on it the whole night, and actually the ropes have got a bit loose. Um, obviously, you, know, you have people That's tightening off. Shamus dancing on dancing on that rope, that corner oh, early yeah. in the night. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it, it was what it was. Um, but as I say, it was an enjoyable match. But sadly, yeah, a bit of a bit of taste at the ending there, I think, which kind of wrecked a um, a reasonably good pay per view. Not certainly not a classic, and certainly not one that I'm going to be in a hurry to go back and and watch. But um, yeah, I think the yeah. ending kind of let let a bit of a sour taste of the whole show. Yes, uh, there seems to be some talk of it. They're going to involve it that it was divine inter- intervention. But now, <laughs> instead of Mero being God's favourite champion, they're going to do the Romans God's favourite champion. So, <laughs> hmm. well, I don't know. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> no, but they, I, they could do rather than doing like the Christian God, they could do. Roman's ancestors, Samoan ancestry, something silly like that. If they want to do something along those lines, which I don't know, people have been talking about on online, I think that would be the right way to go rather than 
insinuate a god. So, I don't know. Just a couple of weeks to see that was Paul Heyman when the smoke was there. <laughs> what the Usos did it. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I don't know how they're going to get into but I, the only thing I can kind of think is maybe when they're done with well Roman Brock at the Saudi show obviously you've got Survivor Series mm-hmm. it'll be Roman versus presumably Big E um, and then I suppose you've got TLC before the Rumble where maybe you might be able to do a rematch at the TLC pay-per-view in December um, so I suppose mm-hmm. you could get a way of doing a rematch then Um and again, obviously, it's a stipulation match, so it will give Reigns a chance to defend. Um, that's all I can think of, personally. Yeah, they could, they could make it a, ta- a tables match, because he seems to be anti-tables. Every time something he got a table, he, put, he, he made a point to put it back under the ring, rather than just throwing it to the side. I can hear them chanting, but I <laughs> I know like a lot of when you go to a lot of even house shows they always like when usually the, ma- the, the main event match is usually no disqualification naturally crowds mm. do chant we want tables so whether that was just doing a standard heel tactic I don't know up until, up until he started flapping around like a fish I really enjoyed this maybe it was just if it was better acting on his part when he was on the floor being zapped back to life <laughs> yeah I think it's an interesting idea, which has been executed poorly. I think just yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. So I think they're going to do the whole supernatural thing with him. Uh, then uh, the other talking point we're going to discuss: Becky Links, Becky Links, Becky Lynch <laughs> defended SmackDown uh, title against Bianca Belair. These two just beat the crap out of each other for <laughs> and they, oh, the whole match, and the, just how. Strong Belair is like twenty minutes into a match. She's still just like picking her up off the floor, with like just her arms are just. Oh. Well, she's yeah, the ESC. Great match as well. Yeah, she's a strong guest. I, I really, I really enjoyed this match. I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought the last two matches saved this pay per view. I thought that it was pretty standard. Forget, pretty forgettable. Nothing really happened before that. But yeah, I really enjoyed the last two matches. Uh, These two have definitely got good chemistry. I think. Um, I'm sure. Over the next sort of, providing they stay on the same brand in the draft, I'm sure this won't be the last time we see them. Um, and I think, yeah, I think these two, and I've, I've also enjoyed the build with these two. I think they've got even good chemistry, even on the mics with each other. I think it's been a out of the build for all these ma- these matches. I think this has been the best build for the match after obviously the the shambles that was SummerSlam in the sense that that didn't go down too well with people, rightly so. But um, mm. yeah, no, I think that will be. Um, I think rematch will will certainly happen at some point. Um, but yeah, no, really enjoyable. And the, I think the the DQ finish made sense in this match with Sasha Banks returning. He didn't really want Eva to lose, so having Banks returned was a really good idea. I thought it kind of kind of erases the twenty six second loss for Bianca yeah. Belair in the last show. show. So, yeah, and if you want Belair to continue to be the star and who's going to build the women's division round going forward. I think she can't keep having losses. So I think it was a, yeah, it was a great way to get around it. And I, I love the fact Banks came in and battered them both. Didn't, just didn't just batter Bianca Bella. So she's kind of uber heel or tweener. I don't know how they're going to do it. But 
yeah, she's not friends with either of them. So, so I did like it when Becky Lynch put her thumb out like, are we good? And then she laughed. Yeah, I, I see. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't a huge fan of the thumb up. I was, I thought that was mm. a bit like, it was almost like something you expect from like a coward heel to do that. Um, you would, I would, yeah, put, put the four things up would have made more sense, I think. But, I, uh, yeah. Some people, would, are saying, some, some people are saying, because of what Ric Flair's been through the last week, any mention of the four horsemen or related to any of the four horsemen's like been no 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 at least for the time being for this yeah so so maybe they plan to do a four horsemen but then they just couldn't do it so well, four horsewomen I think uh, I, yeah any mention of it but I just yeah I think even so though like Becky shouldn't be a coward the she should have just squared up going okay well you want some as well um mm-hmm. I, I think would have been a lot a lot better. Um, as opposed to, well, what happened, I didn't like the thumb up, the thumbs up, I thought that was just, I think you get that from like a cowardly sort of hill who's almost a bit mm-hmm. scared of the wrestler, so like you might get it, I don't know, hypothetically, if I don't know, if like Reigns came out and started attacking someone and the Miz is in the corner, you'd expect that from someone in that yeah. sort of scenario, not with a badass, a badass hill, yeah, no, it just didn't mm-hmm. really, that, that was, that again wrecked what was a very good match and a very good return, came out of the blue like it was surprised it wasn't like any music was it it was literally just the run-in which you don't really get mm-hmm. too often so I thought that was quite a nice little change um and yeah just a shame that there that was that was the only little bit I didn't like about it so I, I'm, gu- I'm guessing they could have a triple threat match if they want to make Friday and Monday really big shows they could have a triple threat match on Friday before just in case one of them goes in the draft could do a main event, couldn't you, on, on SmackDown? Because mm. usually, mm. yeah, obviously the, the draft doesn't conclude the show. Um, so yeah, I think that would be quite a good idea. Yeah, on SmackDown, you could have the triple threat main event. Cool. Um, have you got any other highlights of the show? I did enjoy the um or the triple lights. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> the Flair Bliss was a low light for sure. Well, in terms of the match, it was actually quite a good match. I mean, these two have got good chemistry. I've enjoyed their match yeah. before. I think it was Survivor Series a few years ago when. I think Bliss was the Raw champion and Charlotte was the SmackDown champion. Um, so they're, they're good in, they're good together, don't get me wrong, but I just didn't like the whole, well, I'm hoping, whilst it's low light, it was quite cringy to watch. I'm hoping it is the end of this, this character. It's been a, a disaster in all honesty from start to finish. It's not been great television. I know some people might like it, mm. but I, I personally think it's just been a complete car crash. Um, so I'm hoping that is the end of it. I've read Sonic today. She might be off TV for a couple of months. Um, I think I've read. Yeah, so I've just been written off. Hopefully this is, yeah, just the her coming back then as the goddess or the, yeah, the bliss character that we, that was amazing, um, before all this happened. So fingers crossed that does happen. Um, but yeah, for a highlight, I just thought, well, I did really, really enjoy the triple threat match. Um, I thought it was a good, good amount of time. I think it was just over about 13 minutes, I think it was. Um, and I thought, yeah, really just a quite a, just a very enjoyable watch. Well, they got the correct winner with Priest winning. Um, yeah, I, I did enjoy this. <laughs> I really enjoyed Sheamus. <laughs> looked like he was just having fun. <laughs> just, yeah, just, I like the way he was just taking the piss out of Hardy. And, yeah, had, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It's a good thing. I didn't work with I, that, I, 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 Yeah, I enjoyed, I, enjoyed, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the holes. I don't think there was a really thing I didn't enjoy. just... Nothing blew me away, and I, that's what probably, I probably would never watch this pay per view ever again. But yeah, because it just seems to be there to set up these draft shows. Because I'm guessing it'll be 
Who? We had um, Bobby last, um, versus Biggie last night in the cage match. I haven't had a chance to watch that yet. No, yeah, I would, yeah, I haven't seen that. I'm enjoying the way they're booking Priest as well at the moment. I think if they, I think as well he's proven that he could potentially be an upper mid. I don't think he'll ever get to main event material, but I think upper mid card mm. here he can be very solid in that mid card role, which is I think it's something they've lacked for a bit of time. WWE is having a solid mid card, and I think he could certainly be for years to come a very good mid card sort of champion in that in that scene. Could be like the I know everyone wants Cesaro's get pushed up, but the mid card utility guy where if you just need him, just put him in that slot. Yeah. I think is a, a very important role in the show. Yeah, especially if you need like the odd pay per view like between the major shows of someone just to literally be a one pay per view match for the, for the title you could certainly be a good character in that mm-hmm. respect you could probably put a, if you look at it it's usually a four week feud uh, traditionally between the pay-per-views so I'm sure that wouldn't be terrible mm-hmm. for him as well so there's definitely definitely scope there yeah, yeah so overall I thought uh, yeah I, said it, I, said, I thought the show was pretty solid no desire to ever go watch back and watch <laughs> um, yeah yeah I sat there quite sat there with the kids we watched it they seemed to enjoy it but but then Coming off Grand, uh, Grand Slam on the Friday, I don't watch that on Saturday That's morning. When Isaac was like, this, this, "This is a brilliant show," I think it is a brilliant show. I know. <laughs> so, it's yeah, very it's hard been, to it's follow it up. Just yeah. good, good wrestling. <laughs> exactly. Uh, sadly, that's gonna, that's yeah, been the case for the last. That has sadly been the case now since AW sort of begun that we are seeing amazing wrestling. And the fact that mm. we're not. And the fact that WWE may not be as bad as I think it is, but the fact when you've got such a good product that you're seeing, it's quite hard then to then watch stuff like this. It just doesn't sit like it's sort of hard to take off your, your AEW hat, isn't it? When you when you sort of go from watching that to something like this, but but yeah, on the positives, it was a it was a good, a good enough show. It was a reasonable pay per view. Certainly more positives than negatives. I'll put it that way. This is Bill Bain, and you are listening to Broken. But glorious. Alright, so to finish the show this week, we'll be doing a WWE draft. It's, I've heard it's going to be not, I don't know how it's going to work. Is it going to be like the shake up? Is it going to be like a proper draft where they'll come out and Royal House picks three and SmackDown picks two? Not, I've not really heard how it's going to work, but, um, first one's going to be SmackDown this Friday and then the following will follow up on Monday on Raw. So I've, should we just go? Who do you think is going to go? Should we start with SmackDown? Uh, my first pick is Drew Galloway. Drew McIntyre, sorry. <laughs> I think he's just done everything he can do on Raw and a fresh challenge. And I think he'll, he'll freshen up the SmackDown heavyweight division. And that match he had with Roman at Survivor Series last year was great. So more of that, please. I think, yeah, I think he's a bit treading water. If he, he's gone down to the US division once or twice because because he couldn't challenge the WWE champion. He's done pretty much everything he can do on Raw. Yeah, just to freshen it up a bit, I think. Yeah, um... Move yeah, I agree with Drew, 100%. I think Drew's... Drew's a, looks like the complete obvious one. You're absolutely right. He's almost... Yeah, he's done Raw to, to everything. Um, yeah, I, I just can't <laughs> look past Drew moving to, to SmackDown. I think it could. There's obviously scope there. We'll have a good match of Reigns to get into their title, that title picture. Um, actually, even have mm-hmm. him be the one to dethrone Reigns potentially, um, which I think could be quite cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So yeah. you could almost do the, the fact that he never got his Rumble win and then big moment at Mania. You could maybe potentially even do that this year, or maybe even the year after. There's been a rush. Um, so, but yeah, Drew for yeah, definite. I'll be, I'll be happy for Drew to win the, chat, the Royal Rumble again this year. Well, there's yeah. talk, isn't there, at the moment of a, I think there's going to be a major UK pay-per-view next year in September, I think there's been talk about. Um, so you could even hold it off till then, have, have Drew win the, the, the W, well, the big title, the universal title, the WWE title in front of, well, it's, I don't know where it'll be, if it's at Wembley or, or, or whatnot, in front of a major UK crowd, then that would probably be the way to do it. Yeah, so who who would be your first pick to go to SmackDown from Raw? And I I, w- I would I would go for um I think maybe I think I'll go for Jeff Hardy as well. Um, Ooh, yeah. I just think maybe SmackDown's mid card. Not saying he should go straight into a feud with Roman Reigns, but I think we're talking about mid cards. I think yeah, I think I think with um I just think yeah that could do a bit of a shaking up the mid card scenes for both Raw and SmackDown, and I think yeah SmackDown's a bit stale at the moment. Um, in terms of mid card sort of yeah. wrestlers, um, so I think it'd be, yeah. I think it'd be good. It'd be good in that um, in the intercontinental team with like Apollo and Nakamura at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Corbin as well. Jeff Hardy in there as well. Yeah, that'd be fun. So I think yeah, Jeff Hardy. What do you think about be... moving Bobby Lashley as well? Um, I would keep him on move Bobby Lashley and the Hurt. I think if you move Bobby and the Hurt business, as they seem to have reunited though. Um, and then have them as faces against the bloodline. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see the Hurt Business back together, but I, um, no, I personally um, think, I, I, I personally think he will stay on Raw. I think Bobby Lashley will, given that, I just think, yeah, now Big E's got the title. I think you could still reunite the, reunite the Hurt Business from Raw and have them potentially feud with the New Day. Um, hmm. I think that could work. Yeah. Um, so there's certainly scopes to reunite them, but I just think, yeah, on Raw, it's probably the way to do it. I just think, I think Lashley's done well on Raw, so I think with him, I think there's still, I think he can still do a bit more on Raw. There's there's two guys as well, I think I've completely forgot the ones. Uh, Dan is actually going to be, I know because I like to keep couples together, uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim. I think I'd like them both go to Ooh, SmackDown. Yeah. I think Keith Lee is... Um, I think would be good for SmackDown. I think his yeah Raw it's been a bit sort of stop start with him on Raw. I think it would be good maybe a bit of a fresh sheen. Um, I'd love to see him at some point take on Reigns. Um, given that they had the little, that little cameo didn't they at um, Survivor Series? I think it was a few years ago. But then uh, Mia Yim I think would just be another useful sort of uh, woman wrestler on SmackDown. Given they're a little bit short at the moment on, on talent. Yeah, I think SmackDown have five women. <laughs> it's not much well, obviously you've got Bailey out injured if Be- Bailey out injured you've got, Be- got Carmella Bianca Becky Lynch Liv Bianca, Morgan Becky Sasha Banks and Liv Morgan oh um, Tony. Yeah. Oh, I suppose they have actually just got Tony Storm Tegan Knox and Shotzi but we've not seen much of either of them three no well, oh and Zelina there as well Zelina I forgot about Zelina yeah so it's not as terrible as I thought first of all <laughs> Yeah, we've just not seen enough of them. Yeah. What about the other way? Who who would you send to Raw from SmackDown? Um, so Raw, I think one I'd, one I would like to see go is um, Cesaro. I think we've probably seen mm-hmm. with him with sort of getting we've sort of been toyed with like a push. We saw him obviously certainly post WrestleMania. We saw him have the match of Reigns. 
I think he's probably a little bit, um, I think he's at that kind of point now where, a bit like Drew almost, he sort of, I think he's kind of done everything he can do on SmackDown. Um, and I, I just mm-hmm. think, yeah, he would, he would do it for good fresh in. I think as well, we always talk, oh, it would be great to push Drew and, uh, Cesaro into the main event scene. Great opportunity on Raw, uh, to do so. So yeah, I'd, I'd be all for Cesaro mm-hmm. going to, to Raw. Yeah, at, at doing the, pro- uh, the couple thing, I'd go Bianca Belair and the Street Profits. I think they just they'll just shield freshen up the Raw Women's Division and give some proper competition to Charlotte. And yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And Street Profits are just fun. I, don't know, I think they'll just freshen up the tag team division then on Raw. Yeah, I think um, yeah, that would be. I think that would be very. Um, I think that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I think yes, yeah, certainly for the Raw tag team division. Street Profits would be quite cool on there as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think that, I don't know. I just think a few between the Street Profits and Razor Dark A Bro could be hilarious. Anything with Dark A Bro is great. Yeah, love him, love him. <laughs> um, I think the obvious one is Big E. I think he's still a SmackDown superstar, even though he's the WWE champion. Isn't he? <laughs> so, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 no that, brainer. That, 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 yeah, that would go about saying he'll go to um, he'll go to Raw. My other one I was thinking potentially is um, the only issue with this one is I think he's out of contract in in December, so they, they, I, I, in mm. December January and it's looking obvious where he's going. But Kevin Owens I think could do a move to Raw as well. Um, but I just mm. yeah, unless they've got something planned, I think he's almost certainly on his way to AEW. Um, Unless, as I say, they can pull something out of the hat, keep getting to stay, convince him to stay. But I think, yeah, he's on his way to, I think he's on his way to, to Raw. Uh, sorry, on his way to AW, beg your pardon. <laughs> so whether yeah, they'll, whether they'll, what, whether they'll, they just wanted, wait. just wanted to use him to put over a few guys before he left. It'd be, it'd be good, a good to just move over to Raw. Yeah. I think anybody, I think they've got so few women that's, I think maybe either, maybe the one the three that I mentioned, Tony Storm, I think could be a good one to move. Given she's not really done much on SmackDown yet, maybe a quick mm-hmm. move would would sort her out. Maybe even Shotzi or Tegan Knox as well um, could, could potentially do a move to Raw. Given the belts are now looking like they're going to be on Raw with well, mind you, it doesn't really matter because they can go across brands, can't they? The women's champions. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think those guys could be do the move. Tony Storm, I think, would be a good one to move to to Raw. Maybe. Um, Maybe Liv Morgan as well. I think just someone who oh, potentially could could do the move. Yeah. So, um, Wrestling Observer's reporting that NXT will be involved in the draft and somehow I can't I can't see them be picking people, but I think they can be picked from. So I think I'm just wishful thinking, hoping that Walter will move to Raw. <laughs> I just want to see Walter versus Biggie. I think it'll be a little really brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> just that, just how serious he is against this goofy guy who's the same size as him. I just think it'd be amazing. Um, when we talk about uh, we talk about actual like shocking draft moments. That would be the biggest one of all time, I think, for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can see because um, uh, I can't remember her first name. What's Gonzalez? His first name? Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Raquel Gonzalez. I can see her losing her title tonight to. I can't remember her NXT name. What's Taya Valkyrie's NXT name? Something Monet, isn't it? Frankie oh. Monet. <laughs> Frankie Monet. Frankie Monet. I can see her losing her title tonight and then moving to 
So yeah, just, just, a, just, to, just to give Charlotte some challenges because I think there's plenty on SmackDown for Becky to play around with, but not a lot on Raw. Unless they're going to really push Jujura. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Stop giving people stupid names. Just call them other proper names. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. I mean, it could be a little night like that. <laughs> yeah, and um, I was thinking of Io Shirai, but she's one, one half of the tag team champions at the moment, so we'll do, just do it. Just, just draft her while she's a champion. <laughs> I think they'll hold off for her. I, th- I can see her being one that potentially happens following like a rumble or something like that, or um, mm. an actual like moment. Yeah, I, I think her. She won't. It'll be soon, but I just think yeah, for her, for her will happen when there's yeah when there's actually like a feud in place rather than just putting someone onto a brand for the sake of it. Yeah, I was trying to try to think of like people who've been on NXT for a while and they, they might not fit into the new younger, bigger. Uh, like the, what the quota is going to be for the NXT 2.0. So, Gargano, I think Johnny Gargano and maybe all of the way, including Dexter. <laughs> I think that could be. I, I think Gargano would be class. I, I actually think Raw would be a good one for Gargano. I think you could build him up as like, because now that we obviously don't have Brian anymore, you sort of want the, the baby face. Um, mm-hmm. sort of the big, I think he could really be, he, he could really seize that as the new Daniel Bryan. I think I think that would be there's certainly scope for that. I, I just really hope that that they, the WWE do see a sign that we all see as fans in him, because um, they could literally have a wrestler that gets ninety thousand people at WrestleMania cheering, losing their minds. Um, I remember the cheers when I was at NXT in New Orleans. I was there, funny enough, and um, the scenes when he won. Beating Shimasso was brilliant. A general man, and I think even bigger was actually the NXT the following year in New York when he won the title. The scenes then, yeah. so oh, yeah, he he clearly is loved by fans. So I I think they've got a chance they can move him up if they can really book him. There's a chance they could really be looking at a major major babyface. I like, and they also can also do a heel work. We've seen his heel work in NXT has been great. So I think they can really fight. I think this guy really could be the next Daniel Bryan on the Raw and SmackDown, which they've obviously don't have anymore. And I think I think I think they they, they really can book, book book it to to the moon because the next guy I want to see move is Cameron Grimes. <laughs> uh, he's someone I'd love to see go up um, just because he's character is amazing he's the best thing on NXT and I think if you've got the best yeah. wrestler well, the best the best thing on TV put them on to Smackdown onto your big onto your big show so I would push Cameron Grimes to Smackdown and you can almost kind of sort of have the feud that he had with what's his name um, LA Knight with Happy Corbin I was going to move there I was, I was, I was move him. yeah LA Knight I'll probably move LA Knight to Raw I think he's very much a Raw could be a Raw guy yeah, uh, yeah, I can say, uh, yeah, I did the same thing with Corbin. Uh, yeah, happy Corbin. Now he's, in, he's in, who has the most money. So, so that'd be fun. I think there's also, um, I, I would also, I think maybe as well for the tag team scene, I think maybe only Lorcan and Danny Birch could be a good move to one Raw Swan, given they've just been booted out of, um, by Dunn and, um, mm. Dunn and, and, uh, like Rich Holland. Whether there's, whether they want to keep going down that route, maybe have a tag team match, um, that could potentially work, but I would. I think that would be quite cool. I think them two going up. They've already won the NXT tag titles before. I just think 
Uh, they both don't get any younger. And mm. they've, again, they're two guys that have done a good job as face and heel. So you could even move them up now as faces now that they've split away from Dunn and Holland. So uh, we've obviously they've got history as well with um, Pat McAfee as a commentator on SmackDown. So he could help put them over if they if they do go on to um, if they move on to SmackDown. So um, I just think yeah, I think to try and re- rebuild the tag team division, which has not been disastrous recently. I think uh, this would be no. I think, yeah, this would be good. Something the, the, the other two guys have like been around for a while. Kushida and Kyle O'Reilly. Did you see any of them? Even? I think I think both of them are probably I, I, with Kushida and and well, both of them to be fair. More with Kushida, I can just see it. I just I, I worry that if there's not concrete plans with them, they will just literally be running yeah. around after the twenty four seven title in weeks. Um, yeah, we've seen that with like Kushida screams. A move like Ricochet, uh, absolute fantastic talent, one of the best talents on on WWE's payroll, and I uh, can just see it. Not unless you've got concrete plans for, for them. I mean, they would. They, what I'd like to think is they would be really, really, really great additions to the mid card scene on both Raw and SmackDown. But mm. the fact that I just wouldn't trust WWE to book it well, I think it would just lead <laughs> to them. Certainly, Kushida, I could just see them legging it after the twenty four seven title, which would be criminal for. For both men, because they, they've done some some fantastic work over the last year in NXT. Yeah, look at look at the women's division. I don't know. Was it be too soon to move Ember Moon back up? Or, um... I I think so, and I think yeah, I I think she can still do well on NXT for at least the time being, mm. or putting over some of the um some of the new guys as well. There, um, I think I'd build her character up a little bit more in NXT for now, and and then. Then think about pushing her back up, and, and say it can be a success between Balor. His, his obviously his um his return to um, SmackDown's obviously off to a fantastic start. So there's no something no no um yeah something no worry that it can be a complete disaster pushing someone back up. So I think yeah, but I think a little bit too soon now. I think maybe just let her build a bit more time on NXT again. Do I like to see? I like. I think Legado El Fantasma would be brilliant on. I agree. Down. Oh, again, I, I think he that. could he could be one a bit like we were talking earlier about Damian Priest knocking on the door for mm. the main event scene. He's another yeah. one I think who's got the look about him in WWE. He also oh, can yeah. speak a little bit of obviously. I know you naturally want to compare him to other um, sort of lucha wrestlers like we've seen with Andrade. What what helps, which I know Vince will like, which does help him, is his English is pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, which 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 obviously helps cutting promos. Um, so I would, I think they would like him. I think Vince and that, I think they would really like him. I think, I think him in a stable. There's not many stable. I think one thing I'd like to see is a few more stables as well. I know we've got mm. the new the new day and the bloodline. That's about it, really, from off the top of my head on the main rosters. Um, I think it'll be good to sort of see a few more stables. So them going up as a stable. I think would be quite good, and also you've got the you've got an, an, an extra tag team, which is always good. And, yeah, um, fun as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think yeah, like I think with him, he's got the look about him. He can be a cocky heel sort of champion. I think yeah, you can easily easily uh, mid card, and you can also argue yeah, knocking on the door for the uh, for the main event scene. Yeah. All right, one more more news bit. I think, and then we'll leave. Tonight, um, apparently WWE are on a deal to bring back American Gladiators, and they the press release 
seem to imply that they might use one or two WWE wrestlers as gladiators. So anyone off the top of your head do you think would be a great a good guy? <laughs> well, I suspect it'll be the guys that from NXT. So maybe like, I don't know, mm-hmm. Odyssey Jones maybe would be quite a good one. Um, Odyssey Jones, who's the other lad that's, uh, what's his name? I know we might have to say his actual name. Uh, is it Brutus Creed? Oh no, Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker, that's it. Uh, maybe they could be quite Bron good Breakers. ones. Yeah. Yeah, definitely that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, who's the other, and who's the other <laughs> guy there? Yeah, the one who's with Eva Marie. That's the guy who's with Eva Marie. Yeah, he's a massive guy. Yeah, massive bloke. He looks a bit like a young Brock Lesnar. Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. He's huge. Um, yeah, yeah. Parker Broad, Parker Bordeaux, That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just changed his name. I can't remember. Just oh, changed it to, yeah, he'd be good. Yeah. Gable Stevenson. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I think I think yeah, we might, they, they, you could do some of the big NXT guys. Trying to stand an opposite Dexter Lewis on that one where you hit each other with a toothpick. Don't <laughs> 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 be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's a bit laughing. <laughs> It'd be interesting. That'd be yeah. From a, from a personality point of view, I think Cameron Grimes would be fun. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. <laughs> yeah, to the moon, and he does that one. I don't. Oh, am I too? Are you too young to remember Gladiators? No, no, I remember like, it well. Race, yeah. I loved it. The race track on the seat on the ceiling, and you had to go dead quick, and he's like to the moon, and that's what that's what that's his speciality to do the running round around the ceiling. Well, remember it was who was it that hosted Ulrika Johnson and um, Justin Fashion John, wasn't John it Fashion. John Fashion yeah I remember watching it as well the, the old clips on um, on Challenge as well I think it was Challenge they used to show the highlights and yeah really really enjoyed I didn't like the um, I didn't like it when they brought it back on Sky One with Ian Wright no um, no, no not that. It, that wasn't that wasn't great um, but I did used to, yeah, as I say, it was an unreal show back in the day. And a great theme tune as well. Yes. In fact, I want to listen to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who was my favourite gladiator, I think, back in the day? was Wolf. I liked Wolf. I liked Cobra. Uh, Hunter was, was good. I just looked it up. He's 68 now, Wolf. I was about to say, can we get him on? But... <laughs> God, he was, he was, yeah, he seemed really old. He probably wasn't... Dead or, 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 or. I'm one of people still think the 90s is 10 years ago, so it's 20 years ago, so take away 25. Was, yeah, he was probably in his mid 30s, early 40s back then and when it was on. Yeah. <laughs> he, played a, um, he got a trial with Gillingham as well back in 1994 when I was just born. Um, <laughs> he had a trial with Gillingham and apparently it attracted a massive crowd for a reserve match. And he went oh, wow. <laughs> Who was the other one? There was. I'm trying to think of the other names. There's Wolf, was it Nightshade? Um, sure. I'm trying to think of one who went on to, um, one was ended up on, um, on Big Brother, I think, once. Um, I think that might, have, was that Nightshade or? I don't know. No, I don't watch Big Brother. That was ages um, ago. We're going back about 10 years or even longer. Falcon? Yeah, I, I like, I like the Saracen's fun. Um, Warrior owned a gym near me on the world. Next town over cool. the head. Yeah. <laughs> cool. uh, uh, uh. Trying to think about a hunter. Rhino. Rhino. He was good. <laughs> Jet, obviously. Jet, yeah. We always love a bit of Jet. Scorpio. 
Anyway, I think we've exhausted that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just Falcon. <laughs> Falcon's another one. <laughs> Should get the audience to tweet us their favourite gladiator. <laughs> just name and names. <laughs> but I think that's padded out the last five minutes of the show. <laughs> so if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Our website is bbgwrestling.com. Um, we have t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. We have the Grapple Arcade t-shirts and we have the BBG Wrestling t-shirts. Yes, and as I said, thoughts on Twitter, BBG Wrestling. Check out my new YouTube channel, it's called Brit Rest Journeys, where I put up videos of all the shows I go to, and I've started putting up some of my interviews. And yeah, and enjoy the interview with Jimmy Jackson this Friday. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking to them on Thursday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Good night. Good night. <laughs>